Tin, 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 tin. Estás escuchando el podcast de Riggy in the City con el DJ Daddy English. Por favor, suscríbete vía iTunes, SoundCloud. You are listening to the Riggy in the City podcast with DJ Daddy English. Please subscribe via iTunes, SoundCloud and tuning radio app. Tin, 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 tin. And Daddy English, what you say? This is Martin represent for Daddy English Reggae. The life of yourself, the reggae is another band. We're gonna rock it tonight. Daddy English, I'm gonna rock you tonight. Yeah, you don't know Janet's gonna dance out of the When I'm around, when I'm in town, no other sound. Reggae in the city, Daddy English. Episode number 94 of the Reggae In The City podcast, right here, right now. I gotta say a big salute, a big salute to everybody tuned in from episode number one, all the way up until this one. Big up to all those listening on the iTunes podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio app. And many, many more platforms. iHeartRadio. And all these places, yes? Feel free to leave a like, a comment, and share. Let us know how much you're enjoying the episodes and help us spread it to the world, yeah? If this is your first time listening, then you can go back and listen to all 94 episodes in your own time on your favorite platform, right? We have a very, very big episode this, this week. We're talking to one of the, the creators of this wonderful music called Reggae. We're going behind the scenes. And we're talking to a great musician by the name of Dribble White. Today, we're gonna give ourselves a little education, yes? So keep it locked, relax, kick back and listen as we have a good time in reggae music, right here, right now on Reggae In The City, the podcast. 
I'm ready now. Everything bubble now. Yeah, Kawa, you tune into Daddy English. Reggae in the city, keep it locked. Yeah, of course, say that. episode number 94 and I've got a long time friend, brethren, brother, I don't know what else to say, you know what I mean, but um, his name is Jubba White, he has a brand new album out right now, it's called You, produced by, uh, featuring Jubba White and Friends, produced by the Whitestone Productions, distributed by Tough Gong International. Now this album features various artists singing an original song written by Jubba White. Jubba, are you there? Can yeah, we hear man. you? 
Yeah, man. <laughs> welcome. Daddy English. Yo, boss. Yo, welcome. Yo, welcome to the Reggae in the City podcast, man. I really appreciate you taking the time out for this, you know? Yeah, man. I, I appreciate you making the time, man. You know, creating a space for me, you know what I mean? Wow. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. You know, my thing is, like, I, I always appreciate... Because I'm, I'm a student in this, you know what I mean? And I any chance I get to learn... I take it, you know what I mean, and I really go in depth and, and just try to understand what's going on, you know. Um, yeah. Reading your bio, I, I, you've done so much for reggae music that I think needs to be needs to be celebrated, you know. Um, but before we even go out that far, let's start at the beginning. You you started playing music in the church, yeah. Yeah, man. Tell us about well, that first. Time. First. First in the backyard mm. as a baby. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, for real. It's like um, earliest, you know, recollection and also what my parents, you know, especially my mom has told me, mm. you know, as early as three years old, just hitting on pots and pans in the backyard, singing on you know, as loud as I could. Wow. <laughs> and she, yeah, she was like that too. So, you know, whenever she would be, you know, at home, you know, around the yard and, and doing doing her stuff, you know, she would she'd always be singing, right. you know, and she never kept her voice down, you know. I mean, I'd say she always sung joyful songs. And so I, um, you know, I guess that's what I captured, you know. So yeah. as a baby, you know, um, seeing that, you know, you, you, you pick up after, you know, yeah. your mentors and, you know, my first and original mentors are my parents, you know, wow. so yeah, yeah, man. Did they ever do that professionally or that was just what they did? That was just a hobby kind of thing? Well, my, my mom, it was just, I mean, the Jamaican culture, you mm. know, I mean, as you know, to a certain extent, yes. is someone somewhat of like that. You know, it's like, you know, a lot of people, they're doing their thing, you know, and, and they're not afraid to sing out, you know, they're not afraid to dance, they're not afraid to... But with my mom, so so that's pretty much a cultural thing, I'd say, you yes. know. Um, but my mom was also, you know, in the church, she was, she was a Christian, you know, and um, she was one of the foundation members of that church. Um, you know, held a high enough post in the church and was a well-respected person in the community too. Um, no big person, just simple woman that was just a great human being, you know. Um, but, you know, that was, and she was on the choir as well. Right. And okay. this was just her thing, you know, she just loved singing. You know, she was just a happy, a happy individual. And so, you know, even if she was doing the hardest, you know, bit of work, you know, it would it would look so simple and it would look so joyful and sound so joyful because she would always be singing, mm. you know. And, and guess what, too? This is part of our African ancestry. Yes. You know, I mean, when you think about, you know, all of that history. Yes. You know, all of these, um, you know, popular refrains and choruses that you know that the world is singing now mm. you know a lot of them you know came out of you know tough 
situation. Right. You know what I mean? That's People right. singing, you know. But then it became, you know, that came from Africa and it became a part of our, our you know, life in general where, you know, that's why so many of us sing and we create and we do all of these things. Right. You know, so yeah. So that was my month and it was a daily thing. Wow. So that was that became me you know as a baby right so that to me that's 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 natural that's that's an inborn thing that you have there you know but um you decided to go to edmund to edna manley school of arts you know yeah and uh, so why was it important for you you know already having this musical talent to actually go to school to study caribbean latin music and jazz music you know in in the school why was that important for you well, I mean, I think anything that someone is passionate about, mm. um, and even though, you know, as you'd say, it was natural because, you know, I, I was grown doing it. Yes. Um, you know, I feel like anything that anyone is passionate about, they always want to be the best that they can be at it mm. for themselves. Right. Uh, and um, and there, there was so much to learn. There's still so much to learn. You know what I mean? Because we never master anything really. And so the journey prior to to um, Edna Manley College of the Visual and Performing Arts um, was within a short time still a, a long one because I did so much um, within music, you know, prior to enrolling in Edna Manley College of Visual Arts. Okay. I mean, you spoke about playing music in the church. Yes. You know, the baby to, you know, my my good friends in the community, you know, three of us, we were, you know, this was our, our thing, you know what I mean? So one was a bass player, one was a guitarist, and, and me as the younger one, you know, picked up the drums. Wow. You know, and, and, and then the church became um, a platform. Uh, and from there, it evolved into a situation where, you know, lots of people in and around the community started acknowledging what we were doing. And we were turning up at church functions and, and you know, secular functions, moderate secular functions at that age, you know, to a certain level. And we sounded special and we were friends. Wow. And, you know, it evolved, you know, high school um, and it evolved to playing music yes. on the hotel circuit wow. you know in jamaica on the north coast you know so um you know did several years there um doing that and then also you know doing that and doing it with a bunch of friends this included you know winter james at the time too you know we in high school together you know it was winter james um veron Dinal. Cox, um, that he's a bass player for Alpha Blondie. Wow. Um, you know, myself and my friend, you know, that he's in Europe. He's living in Europe now, too. Guitarist. Okay. Um, Rowan Gordon. And that was us, you know. And so between working together as a unit um, in the hotel circuit um, to um being seen you know by professionals in the reggae industry yes. that then said oh these four guys seem you know fit enough to be a part of something we're doing 
and as teenagers um, on the brink of becoming, you know, twenties, <laughs> we started touring, you know, Europe, right. and at the same time we were enrolled in um, Edamonle College of the Visual and Performing Arts. So everything up to that point, right. you know, has been a journey um, that was just musical. It was a no-brainer, um, you know, that we would want to do what we, you know, we're doing, you know, yes. to the best of our ability. And so learning, you know, more would be, you know, a, a great, a great thing. And so that that's what it was. It was as simple as that. And it was, it has been a great experience, you know. I, I can see that, you know, I'm, as you're talking, I'm just imagining that that time. You know, like um, people say that success is the definition of success is um, living and doing what you love each and every day, and that's what that's what you did. That's what, and that's what you're doing. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Was there any? Was there a goal? Is it? Is it just music? Because I mean, Winter James is. He's turned out to be one of the top producers for Protege and Chronics and many other artists. Um, yeah. the, the man that you mentioned is Alpha Blondie's guitarist, and you're putting bass out player. big bass player, you know, and you're you're putting out some big hits in in the business. So, was this always the goal, or was there more? Well, <laughs> the goal the goal was just music in its entirety. Yes. You know I mean? Like we we just. We, we love what we do, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I think I can say that for, for all my colleagues. Right. You know, we we love what we do. And um, they say your vibe attracts your tribe. So even if it was as, as early as a toddler and then as a, a teenager, yes. you know, attracting the different, you know, tribes or, you know, tribes attracting you, mm-hmm. I mean... If I am passionate about what I'm doing, obviously, you know, being in these tribes also meant that, you know, the personals within had, you know, similar values, you know, and stuff. So, so yeah, I think, you know, the, the passion of it, you know, propels you, you know, to where you need to go, okay. you know. And, um, you know, goal... I'd say is to be the very best at, you know, and when I say the very best, I don't mean competitively with others, but be the very best that as an individual you can be mm-hmm. with what you're passionate about. Right. And so, you know, that's, that's it. Um, and I'm more, I'm more of a, a, a freedom musician too. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, the reason why I mentioned this now is because um, since we're talking about being enrolled in um, an institution, you know, to learn the thing I'm passionate about, um, I am not so structured as as one would think when you hear um, us talking about an institution that you went to learn. Okay. I'm still a very free musician. I'm still um, my vibe with music is is about freedom. You know, it it's about expression. Um, so I I don't stay within a box. Right. You know, because the way I started learning was by ear. 
you know what I mean and and the way it it came to me and I, or I was inspired was just by inspiration and things and people around me as a youth growing up so so that is what I bring with me you know up till now yeah so you know the learning it you know from um, an institution that one would call be considered organized or to a certain extent you think about that you think about being in a box yes. um, it's not how I think about music but you know a lot of what I've learned is is extremely important and applicable mm-hmm. you know to to everything I'm doing now and will do you know so I give credit to every area of my life, and inspiration uh, um, and every area that has has helped me to develop I give credit to because it's it's every single thing and everyone um, that has been a part of the journey that have helped me to be what I am you know at this stage in my life with music right so that being said you know because everything you said just there about you being free it shows in your productions you know so we're going to get back to your journey, but I want to just segue into the album You. You know, each, this is one song that what, seven or eight different artists are singing their own rendition to, you know? And it's yeah. each song to me has a different feel, it's a different genre. So I, what, what, right now, can you just select one song, one artist for us to play right now from this album? All right. Do you want to start it hot? Sure. <laughs> let's do it. All right, let's go with Aleki Marshall. He's wow. from Kenya. Yes. See? And um, this version is an. Should I say what kind of version is it, or should I just allow you to play the music? It, hey, man, you know what? It's funny you select that one because that one. Uh, let's play the music, and we'll get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going on, yeah. Going on, yeah. 
want to represent Daddy English Reggae in the City podcast. Okay, so that was Aliki, right? Now, when I heard it, I said, yo, this got that African vibe to it, you know what I mean? And I, did, I don't know this artist. I don't know how you find these artists either. But, you know, that's a vibe. Talk about that one, please. All right, well, um, Aliki is a virgin from Kenya that, uh, you know, reached out to me. You know, ever so often I have... Um, you know, whether they be colleagues or strangers who are artists that have become family that, you know, reaches out to me to collaborate with them, um, you know, whether by producing, you know, a piece of music for them or, you know, collaborating in other ways, you know, musically. And so Aleki was, was um, one of those artists that when I heard his sound, um, I was like, yeah. I I really dig his vibe and I life and relationships, you know, it's all about vibration. Yes. Seeing. And so, you know, that's what happened. And so the first song I ever did with Aleki, you probably don't realize, but now you'll realize, is a song called Sweet Reggae Music. Whoa! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, 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 yes. Yeah, sweet reggae music is the first collab I did with Aleki, where you know he had, um, he's the one that wrote that book, actually. Oh, sweet, thank you. Yeah, and, I won't um, sing it. I won't sing it. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that wrote that book, and he sent. He, you know, he was like, man, I want you to produce a song for me. You know, wow. and um, you know, he sent me that book, and. You know, I, I created the music around it. You know, he sent me the hook and he sent his um, guitar riff. Right. You know, and so I went and I created, you know, built up, you know, around that hook. Created a bridge, you know, and um, and just produced it and structured the song, you know, so it had a, it had a structure. And then I sent back the instrumental to him. He did his vocals. And when he did his vocals, you know, when he sent it back to me for me to finish up, I was like, man, there are a lot of empty parts. Are you not done writing? And he was like, no, Juba, I need you to sing with me on this. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm no singer. Yeah. I'm producing the song, wow. you know, with you. And he was like, no, you know, I want you to sing on it. I want us to do it together. Right. And I was so honored, you know, I mean, like, I didn't necessarily want to do it, but it was a. I was honored, you know, by by you know, I mean, him proposing. Yes. You know, after producing, you know, the structure, you know, of the composition, you know, whatever, and for him to to know right, you know, he he was inviting me to to do it with him. Right. And so, you know, I I said enough no's until I, I was like, you know what. I'm going to allow this to happen. You know, um, you know, freely. He was right. He was right because I would never say that you're not a singer. So he heard something, you know, that, and, and it works. I would have never guessed, you know? Seriously. Yeah. So <laughs> most definitely, man. That's, that's a nice vibe. That Ali Key, big up yourself, man, yeah. you, know? you know? Yeah, man. So going going back to your journey now, you the is it true the first album that you played on was the Ethiopians album Tougher Than Stone? 
Yes, it's the album called Tougher Than Stone by Ethiopians. And that was recorded at Tough Gang, Tough Gang Studios wow. in 1997. Okay. I think it was. Yeah. That, that is a map. So the Ethiopians is a legendary band, legendary group, you know, and that's a massive album. Um, if, if I may, I want to play. Uh, Play by the rule, you know what I mean? Is that that song sticks out to me from that album there? So we just have to yeah, get that one for the people, you know? Yeah, man, yeah, man. This is Kayla Bliss, and you are now listening to Daddy English. Daddy English. Don't 
what was it like in that time? Like you're now linked up with um, artists such as the Ethiopians, you know? Um, how how is that for you as a young man? That's been such an honor, you know, because that's where that's where the professional career started. Okay. Um, the, the Ethiopians and the Mighty Diamonds mm-hmm. and Winston Jared were the first artists that I toured with. And this was in 1997. And this was to Europe. And so, you know, I was still a teenager, right? I mean, you know, crossing over to becoming, you know, my, my, you know, 20s. And that was my first real professional touring experience. And how better way to start, you know, than with the legends and pioneers of, of um, this great music, sure. you know. So what it's meant for me is the word. Mm, I can imagine. That's what it means. I can imagine. Yeah, man. You know, that, that, that's, that's, that's an amazing experience, you know what I mean? Like, um, and you also worked on the album on Burning Spears album. Burning Spear, like how how much more of a legend can you get to when you go to Burning Spear, you know? <laughs> was there any like yeah, when when you're meeting these people, was there was there any kind of you know um, shock value like you know were you starstruck in any way or what was it like? No, I mean I feel like I feel like as as the young adults mm-hmm. we were, okay. and as passionate as we were about and are about what we're, we were and are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that made us bold enough and knew that, you know, all these things were inevitable. Yeah. And um, it, all of that started, you know, much earlier too, meeting, you know, and and really vibing around, you know, the circle of, of, of you know, these great, you know, artists. Yes. You know, so it, it was and is an honor. But it, it was never a situation of being starstruck. Okay. Um, it was more a situation of bring your A game, do your best, right? And our best, I can speak for myself and then I can speak of my colleagues then as well. Our best was always going to be what was going to be present. Yes. You know, um, it was never going to be anything less than our best. And so, you know, there was not time time to be starstruck. There was time to do the work. There was time to feel great. There, there's time to, you know, really just just learn. You know what I mean? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, that is what it was. That's amazing. You know, it's funny, and I didn't even realize. Like, um, I me growing up as a selector, you know, playing music and. Um, I've played your music and not even realised it's you. Like, uh, you worked on the I Swear rhythm, you know, which was a big rhythm for... That's, um, Richie Spice kind of broke out on that one with the big song Marijuana. And you played on that. Yeah, man. You know? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man, we did. I mean, the four of us as a band, same unit, myself. Um, at this time, it was Stone was the bass player because Stone has been a part of the family for a long time, too. Okay. Um, and and you know it evolved into what became Dubtonic Crew. But this was me winter, you know, um, Rowan Makalax Garden, mm. and and Stone, 
uh, we created this rhythm. Um, pr- it was produced by the Fifth Element yeah. Records, and um, and yeah, at, back then we were in the studio all the time, you know, recording for you know a lot of artists, you know. Um, I mean, may it be their album or you know just rhythm. Yeah. our singles we were always in the studio doing stuff so there's a lot of music out there you're playing that um you know that we're a part of that a lot of people wouldn't even be you know familiar with right. uh, fam- or familiar with the fact that we you know are included but yeah this this was the i swear rhythm that's that's one that you know people acknowledge us as being a part of and it it did really great for sure. did great for most of the artists that were on on that yes and i think um it's not the first time i heard chuck fender but that 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 was a standout song for him too on the on the rhythm you know many artists on that rhythm for sure yeah. you know yeah man and and check this even though um richard spice's song might have been the most popular yes. on the rhythm the rhythm was created around chuck fender's song right. that's the reason why it's called i swear Now this is the original track of the MFC But I know something got that English On the reggae in the city podcast Pick up a sign from the time original track of the MFC Middle and say I try in flesh Black people Babylon no do not feel left Them dog you have the whole of them are fresh I swear The dog will never switch I swear I won't give you songs like this Uh-huh. Where uh-huh. were they uh-huh. when 
That's a gem right there, you know. People, I hope you're enjoying this. this is, right now we're in school and we're listening to the professor, Jibba White, and he's telling us, you know, he's teaching us the game, man, you know. Uh, Jibba, can you talk about the Bands Incorporated? What was that about? Bands Incorporated, no. <laughs> <laughs> man, <laughs> you know what? Um, again, Dope Tonic Crew. You know, myself and Stormy started, you know, that, that movement. We started that as a dub um, album okay. that evolved into a five-member band. Um, so, so, yeah, there was this announcement in Jamaica um, about this band competition, you know, called, you know, Global Battle of the Bands, where, you know, on a, on a national level, you know, we'll you know, compete, you know, bands and roll, we compete against each other. Um, the, the band that wins would get the opportunity to um, go and represent their country um, in the world finals. Okay. So while we entered the competition in Jamaica, you can imagine there were several other bands you know, from several other countries For sure. that, you know, were a part of their national competition. And so, you know, each of each of us that won, you know, went to the finals in Malaysia to represent ourselves and to represent our country. Yeah. And one of the things I have to say about this is that this was not just about reggae music. This was a multi-genre mm. um, band competition so we had bands that were playing funk you know pop heavy metal you know um rock and roll you know you name it right um and so and we were the only band that played reggae but you know as you're familiar with what we do you know playing dub you know and we we play you know um songs that have lyrics you know and all of that yes and the fact that you know previous to that we were well traveled musicians and you know we listened to a lot of different music and also studied different you know genres of music our music as Tonic crew you know has been a, a compounded piece of product okay of all those experiences and genres that we love right and so that is what we presented you know at the finals in at global battle of the bands and anybody that sees us live they would know um that's our approach to music um and so it was you know there were some kick-ass bands when like <laughs> but at the end of the competition 
you know, all three judges, because this was based on, on the judges, all three judges unanimously voted us as, um, you know, wow. the winner wow. of the night. Well and, done. Well done. Um, yeah, man. And when it was announced, um, the reaction of the audience as well yes. was crazy. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that we had that much impact. You, we had each band had ten minutes to showcase the best of themselves. Wow, you know, and um, I didn't realize we had that that amount of impact on the audience and also on the other bands because previous to that, there 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 is a platform that each band would be able to see you know um the other bands yes and you know if they wanted to interact they could interact as well but for the most part you know i think you know people are just checking out and enjoying each other you know so you know when we went to the press conference that um first night when we arrived in um in malaysia you know there were quite a few other bands that came to us and they were like man you guys are my favorite band you know in this competition and i was like wow really wow. Because there were, you know, all these other bands that were like, man, these guys are kick-ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. But, but you know what? Wow. You know, we did what we did. And as I say, you know, I can speak for myself and I can speak for my colleagues that I always work with. Yes. You know, we always give the best of ourselves. That's right. And uh, we love what we do. Yes. You know, and I guess that, that did shine through yes you know um and um yeah so we we were um you know we were announced you know the global battle of the bands champions and their title for that is the best new band in the world you know and that was 2010 2011 well done Um, so even though we know we were not the new best band in the world, you know, that was a title bestowed on us. Yes. It was a honoring feeling. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah, man. Man, that is, that's so inspirational. You know, that is so inspirational. Believe in yourself. Believe in your own source, you know, as they say, you know? Like how um, you selected the first song from the big You album. I'm going to select mm-hmm. the second one. Um, I'm going to select the one featuring Zahira. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So. Yeah, Oh, 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 
the vinyl representation from Reggae Daddy No, Zahira. Who is Zahira? Where and how did you find this artist? That's a nice vibe. All right. Well, Zahira is she's from well, originally from Canada. Okay. But based in the US. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and so I mean, I am now on the West Coast in the US. You know, the Northwest. And so. You know, obviously, you know, as a result of being out here, um, you know, I I become familiar with the artists and they become familiar with me. And um, I don't remember exactly how our paths crossed, if it was, um, I don't quite remember. But, um, you know, just being here, I've done shows here in in the Northwest too, as, as a promoter. Okay. You know, I've collaborated with other promoters to throw shows here. You know, not many, but there's been a few that I've done. Okay. You know, so um, I think I have a fair, you know, fairly good relationship, you know, with most of the creative, a lot of the creative people here. Okay. And a great relationship with some of them. <laughs> yes. And, and so, um, you know, it, it's through those channels that um, I became familiar with Zahira and um, with this song you got me going on as I've mentioned it was it was written in 2006 okay. but there's a there's a different artist that I had in mind to sing it and he had also demoed it um, when it didn't work out that way uh, because he's, he's no longer he was no longer very active in the music industry Okay. You know, I, I sat with that song for so long, never paid any any attention to it. And for me, it was a special song, right? Um, I wrote a few, you know, love songs back in that time, 2006, 2007. Um, during the same time, I was writing more spoken word, current affair pieces. Two different, you know, two different things. But I wrote quite a few interesting topics and there were a few love songs that I wrote then and this was one that because of the way it was composed and the fact that it was created for this brethren to sing based on his range and everything yes um, and for me it was I I had put a lot of work into this composition and and into the song itself Um, I was like you know what the right person has to sing this and I'm like if I don't find that right person I'm just gonna have to do this myself okay um even because it's 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 me you know it 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 there was just something special about the song I don't know how to to express it or describe but I knew that I had to do something special with this one um and so in 2016 10 years later is when I decided, you know, I went into, you know, my hard drives and, you know, I plucked the song out and I was like, you know, what am I going to do with this song? Now? I'm not going to waste it. Right. 
And so, you know, I just went into the studio and I did it. You know, I mean, when the first, when the demo was done, it was my voice, but it was not done to be released. Okay. Um, it was done just as a reference to my colleague that was supposed to sing it. Okay. Yeah. Um, ten years later, I decided, okay, well, this, I'm going to do this and do it right. And I did. Now, a part of the, the marketing, you know, of the release at that time, what I did was to invite industry colleagues and, and other artists to be a part of a challenge to just do their rendition, you know, sing it, you know, post it, you know, whatever, whatever they, you know, they may want to do. Um, and I even went further to tell people, dance to it, wow. send your videos, you know, etc. So that happened. And it was interesting. Um, Aleki's version, again, yes. <laughs> was a really unique version. Yes. You know, he's a guy that always, you know, plays with his guitar, you know, and sing. And so his version was really, really unique. Okay. So from that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something with this song. And I really need, I need to hear what I've heard in this challenge. Yes. I want to hear in a release. Yes. Okay. And so it was, it was part of my, med it was in my meditation to do something like that. And so in 2018, you know, I invited Zaira with her range and her vocal range and her style. I was like, she'd be perfect for this song. And so I invited her to, to do, you know, um, you know, parts of it. Yes. And I also told her, listen, if you feel like you know just express yourself however you want you don't have to restrict yourself um to my melody all the way through mm -hmm. um and if you know whatever and she came back writing a whole section you know which was originally the bridge took the song to a whole new heights yes. you know and so it's the same composition it's the same rhythm it's the same vocals that I did in 2016. I didn't voice it over. Wow. All I did was just add her vocals to it, you know, and remixed it. And then that was it. Wow. And so that is You Got Me Going on, Juba White featuring Zahira. That's a mad vibe. Yeah, that is, you know, <laughs> I, I like how that comes together because, you know, it just kind of happened organically because I'm thinking, how could you just have one song one album with so many different artists singing the same song but it works it works you know and it does yeah we're not going to play all of it because we want people to go and support it and stream it and, and purchase it um, di um digital download as uh, as much as they can as much as we can get them to do that you know what i mean because it's good music you know but i just want them respect. to understand this is serious stuff going on man, you know respect man thank you very much daddy English. it's great they appreciate it you know wow so yeah man you know, um, we we had a, a sad, a great loss to um, the music um, just last week. Uh, Daddy Uvoy passed away. Yeah, um, the legendary Daddy Uvoy. And I know you've worked with him, you know. Can you um, yeah, give some words and even remind us or, you know, talk about an experience that you had with him? Of course. You know, how, how could I not? Because... Again, 
my journey throughout music, which is my life, or one would say a part of my life, um, is set by, you know, I mean, a lot of what I've learned from these legends, as I've said before, and pioneers. And Daddy, you right. I mean, when you talk about legend, when you talk about pioneer, it doesn't go much beyond that. You know, you're talking about the human being that, you know, is responsible. Um, I'm not going to say single-handedly because nothing is ever done single-handedly. Right. But this is one human being that is responsible for, for so many genres and so many superstars based on his influence on them. You know, you think about dancehall music, you think about hip-hop, you think about rap. When you think about one of the first individuals to do, um, to toast on a record, mm. you know, you're you're thinking about Daddy Uri. Yeah. I mean, a lot of who are a part of the younger generation are probably not so familiar, you know, but if you talk to, you know, the veterans in hip-hop, you know, and let me say it, you know, DJ Cool Herc, who is also a Jamaican, who he's the one that introduced um, the sound system culture, you know, to the East Coast of America, um, which that was his fine example. Mm. All right. And that's, you know, so when you think now about Run DMC and, and you know, Grandmaster Flash and all these hip hop greats. That's where their inspiration comes from. Exactly. And they'll they'll tell you, you know. So we're talking about you no know, rap, trap, hip-hop, you know, and going into dubstep and all of this. That's this is a man who have been, you know, the inspiration, one of the main inspirations behind all of this. So I mean, ask me if I'm honored to have had the opportunity to work with, you know. I am more than honored because it's not just about the music. It's also about life, you know. Um, one of the things I have to mention is that, you know, when touring, you know, with these individuals, it's not just about going out there to get the experience of touring. Um, it, it became something more meaningful than that because... A part of understanding the music and our culture as youths, um, being able to work with those legends who are pioneers, it wasn't just about the music. It was now also because reggae music is about our culture and on a deeper level, right? And so when you and that is what music represents for, for any nation, right? Most of the times it's based on their culture. Um, now, when we're able to sit down with elders like these, right? Before or after a concert, living on a, on a bus and from hotel room, you know, to hotel room, you know, on a four week, six week long tour, you, you become a family. Yes. You know what I mean? And so there's so much that you learn, you know, when it's someone you're working with who embraces you, you know, like their sons, you know, and and, and is impassing, you know, information 
you know, that they know will be very helpful, you know, in your development. You know, that is beyond music. It is music, but it, it, it is beyond music. But then it's also learning the history, what they've been through, how all of this came about that made us understand more what reggae music is all about you know what i mean yes. and 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 naturally and it, it became a natural way of how to apply you know what i mean because it, it you, you embody you know certain things over time you know when you're when you're part of something or part of a situation that you you are passionate about you embody a lot of those character characteristics you know what i mean and so again what do these legends and pioneers that i've had the opportunity i'm blessed with the opportunity to to tour with or be in their presence for any extended period of time and it's 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 a honor man yes big time yeah, yeah man so miss you know rest in power daddy you right enough respect yes for sure Come again, y'all. This is Savannah representing Daddy English. Listen, this is Martin Mar achievement you say so far in your career greatest achievement mm. <laughs> is for me for me yeah. my greatest achievement is still to be able to do what i'm doing wow. you know and you know yeah because you know accolades come accolades go you know what i mean um experiences come mm. you know 
and experiences go. But if you're able to maintain, you know, that drive and passion you have for what you do, I mean, up to any minute that I speak, that is my greatest accomplishment. Okay. You know, and 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 for me, I'm still on the journey. Mm. You know, I'm still on the journey. So, you know, like that's my greatest accomplishment to be able to accomplish more. Yes. Ah. Uh... I rate that. I rate that. Yeah, man. You know. I rate that. You know, and you know what? Yeah, I'm now. I have to ask you the hardest question, and I know this is the hardest question, especially for a man like yourself. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> what song is it that says this is why I love reggae music? When you hear it, what is that song? This. This is why I. Which song? Yeah. Which song that, makes you say man. this is why? You I know, it's like... a, you know that's the most difficult yes. question you can ask. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Trust me, especially for yeah, you. Trust but... me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a that's a tough question. But you know what? Guess what? When you asked that question, um, I thought I heard something else. Okay. And since I heard something else at first, I'm gonna tell you what I heard. All right. Um, I heard Zappo. Wow. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I heard Zappo. Right. Yeah, man. Which yeah, which man. which one? Which one? This is reggae music. Oh, okay. See. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 All so, right. So o- only because it came to mind, and only because I understood your your question differently. Mm. You know, but that song is a very very special song to me too. Yes. You know, and like if I should start mentioning that song, yes, it would be thousands of songs. Okay. So I'll just go with the one yes. that came to my mind immediately. Right. You know, um, Yaman. Yaman. We, we, we appreciate that. Now, this is the original Chakadema soon. But I know some big up that English on the reggae in the city podcast. Big up myself every time, original Jack and Emo said that. Welcome to the sound. Uh-huh. I like it. I like it. One 
This is Kayla Bliss, and you are now listening to Daddy English. Daddy English. We appreciate that, you know, most definitely, you know, appreciate, love that, so I should say, you know. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Uh, Juba, you know what, man, we could talk forever, you know, because I've not, we've not scratched the surface yet, you know. Um, yeah. You've had so many experiences, like, I met you for the first time at Wasserton Sunsplash, you know, just by chance, and I didn't realise you was who you was, you know what I mean? And even now, talking to you, I'm learning so much more about you, you know, and my respect for you, it, it says high, high up there, you know. So I want to encourage you to just keep going. I know you will anyway. Just, just, just keep it going, man, and, and keep it natural the way you do, you know. Yeah, man. Respect, man. I mean, we're only human beings. Yeah. We're not perfect, you know. But, man, I love what I do. Yes. <laughs> and as long as, as long as Jack gives me, me bread mm-hmm. and I'm continuing you know, and the inspiration goes continually. There's no stopping. Okay. You know, so look out for a lot more music, man, and a lot. And that English, enough respect to you, you know. No, no, no problem. Because we, we, you know, life mm. is, is this. We learn from each other and we grow. Yes. You know, based on our experiences with with each other. Mm. You know, and so, you know, what I mean, I'm I've learned from you. I'm learning from you too. Oh, and and good. in this conversation. You know, it, it's an exchange of good vibes. Yes. You know what I mean? So, and that's very important on our journey in this life. So, I have to say, man, enough, enough, enough respect to you. And and thanks, no. you know, again, no. you know, for highlighting the work and, and for your good vibes. Thank you. Know, you. As a human being said, speed. Yeah, man. Thank you. Okay, so let's, we want to encourage people to support this album. You know what I mean? You. So, um, Jibbert, select the last song from the album which one do you want the people to hear now alright um, man I love all these songs <laughs> yeah, so <man>. much <laughs> yeah. but, but you, you know the, the whole the whole idea behind this album is you know was to give you know each song its original vibe and yes. give each artist a voice to express themselves um, and not because this one is another combination I did mm. um, with one of the artists, but because I think it also represents, you know, another genre. Yes. You know, on, on the album. So this one is Stefan and Nicole and myself. Mad. Yeah, man. Mad, mad, mad. Under the English way, you say, hey, I am Chuba White. Things just got new, then this world start turning blue. So much is happening, still you got me smiling. Like a child having fun, a new day has been. Of the sun makes it harder to remain so cool. You got me going on. I can see 
This is Savannah representing from Reggae Industries with Daddy English. Big up. continue to support the music and you know let people know how they can stay in contact with you yeah man juba white is the name j-u-b-b-a white w-h-i-t across all social media platforms I'm not saying i'm on all but <laughs> on the major social media platforms facebook instagram youtube right my production is white stone productions um and my website which is kind of a one-stop shop, you know, you can go to and find all those platforms too. Um, and it's jubawhite.com. Again, J-U-B-B-A-W-H-I-T-E.com, right? I'm on Spotify, all right? So you can go there, stream the music, seeing, same thing, Jubawhite, seeing? Listen, I've... I'm happy to share this vibe with you guys and I'm happy that, that you'll be or you're being receptive to this vibration. And so there'll be much more of it coming. So stay tuned. Stay locked to jubawhite.com for more music. Stay locked to Daddy English. See? No respect, Daddy English. Mad, sir. And we'll keep this going. Yes, I. Yes, for sure. For sure. Give time. Yaman. Yaman. Respect. I like it, I like it. We are incorporated in this life, no one forsaken. On this journey, every man should be alive. We are incorporated. That was Juba White. Remember, people, check out that album, You. Remember, the man that walks backwards stumbles. But the man that walks forward through fast trips up. Keep it moving and catch you next time. Reggae in the City, the podcast. Blessed, this is Mark Tomorrow, present for Daddy English, Reggae in the City podcast.
this gentle lion come from Zion's strong like iron. You don't know reggae in the city podcast with Daddy English. Tune in! Cause this is Jetro Lion come from Zion, strong like iron, straight out of Lagos, Nigeria. You understand? Music is a universal language, so we don't deal with segregation, we don't deal with racism, we don't deal with corruption, you know? I just love and unity we have preached every time. You understand? Daddy English, big up yourself, you don't know. Jetro Lion rate you big time. Please!